What we do here is go back, 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 back. Welcome to the House of Salt Separately, a weekly podcast dedicated to all of you truly amazing human beings who tune in every single week. Uh, I love you guys. I actually really appreciate the nature of, of our community. As everybody knows, I always say like we're like that anti-status quo crew. We just don't believe in doing things like everybody else or what's been told to us, which is why today's guest is actually going to be perfect for this conversation. But I would say like we're, we're such a, a, a mixed bag of people who are just basically in pursuit of our you know highest self if you will right like something we want to we want to carve our own path for any of my newer listeners it's nice to meet you i'm matt goddessman you can reach out at matt goddessman on instagram i do answer every single text dm reply response email you name it there's multitude different ways to get a hold of me but i firmly believe in community and as always i always mention to the newer listeners we do not glorify, glamorize success. That's not what uh, this podcast is. And when I say the hustle sold separately, I don't mean hustle and grind culture. I mean, we have to inevitably put in the work for all the details of our life that matter. And it requires intention and attention <laughs> to the world in which we are creating. Also, I cannot give you a definition for success. How could I? Well, each soul's path is completely different and I don't, only you can define that and i and i my hope is that you don't define it from external uh validation or external metrics because it's an inside thing you you have to figure out what lights you up and what makes the most sense so on that we bring on guests as well and we talk about what are they experiencing in real time why are they connected to their work? Why are they doing what they're doing? How'd they get there? You know, what are they learning about themselves in the process? And so you'll see that we're all actually not that different. We just have different paths, right? But we're all fundamentally, in a lot of ways, the same. So uh, that's always been the mission. And then I do have another amazing guest today, which is a topic that uh, I have not been able to shut up about <laughs> since, since, and he probably knows it. Well, I've told him, but uh, Aram, Aria is uh, he's a human design coach and human design guide and human design in general has become something very fascinating to me um, uh, as I've been learning about it and uh, we'll we'll get into I'll have him do the full explaining uh, about it but you know understanding our internal blueprint if you will and guidance system and our knowing and our personality makeup and our spiritual makeup and all these things that are like, why is it that certain things just flow a certain way for me versus when I do other things over here and maybe I'm more tired or why, why is it this feels right and that doesn't and how are we making decisions through energy and intuition and knowing and all these things. Now, I've, there's a lot of modalities that have kind of helped me ground more into that um, over time, but it's interesting to learn a little bit more about, you know, our kind of internal blueprint. So we'll talk a little about that. Um, you know, as I mentioned, Aram is also intuitive who helps people and teams unlock themselves, making breakthroughs. He combines wisdoms from his own spiritual path with 20 years of experience. We're gonna talk about that. Um, he was a creative director, storyteller, industrial designer uh, for top brands, including Nike. 
uh, in the first half of his life. Um, he was the guy at the whiteboard bringing people together to create solutions through collective vision. That's probably why we get along so well. Uh, and, and, <laughs> and now he mixes spiritual laws with proven strategies that transform individuals and teams with the power of what is possible. Uh, he holds degrees from Tufts University in Engineering Psychology and Academy of Art University in Industrial Design. Aram, nice. Thank you for being here. I appreciate having you. Hey, brother. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I, uh, I can't wait to dive into this topic. <laughs> I, and, and luckily, there's no guest after you. Like, there's no other recording. <laughs> so if we go on a tear, we go on a tear. Um, but, uh, you Looking know, forward to it. You, for, for context for everybody else, like, how do we get here? Especially since I love the fact that you came from a creative background and a, uh, an engineering architectural type of, you know, <clears> thinking <throat> and, and all background and uh, all of the design background, all these things. And then, you know, there's obviously something spiritual that is happening along the way, especially if you're creative. Um, and then, you know, now you're doing this amazing work in human design. You can go as far back as you want. How did we get here for context? And then we'll start talking about human design. And you can even, even if you mention what human design is along the way, that's great too. Totally. Thank you. Thank you for the, the setup and intro there. Yeah, yeah. So I was thinking about this question because I've, you know, in listening to your podcast, I, I noticed that you asked this question and I was thinking about that and I was like, man, what should I, what should I start with? And, and I think if I think about my life story, there's two storylines that stand out. Um, and one uh, goes like this. Um, I, I like to say that I was kind of a normal person. I, I lived a normal life up until about age 33. Um, I, at age 33, what happened was uh, I bought my first house and uh, I moved in and uh, unbeknownst to me, this house had a toxic mold problem. Mm. I got very sick from this experience. And in this process uh, of being um, basically obliterated uh, physically, mentally, spiritually uh, from toxic mold poisoning, um, what happened was that I eventually had to get rid of everything I owned. Uh, I left my career, uh, I left all my possessions. And I came to find out that uh, I was one of these people that's very, that happens to be uh, activated through this process of poisoning, activated to a very sensitive state when it comes to toxic mold. Uh, I never had a problem with mold, didn't know anything about mold uh, in my life before. And what it, what it demanded from me was that I completely change my lifestyle. Um, if you like, uh, if you like Dave Asprey, mm -hmm. you know the bulletproof yep. guy. Yep. Um, if you follow uh, Dr. Mark uh, Hyman, uh, a friend of his, if you follow those two guys. Those guys are really interesting because they both have um, a, a, a story similar to mine, and that's why I really, I really love the media that, that those guys put out. Um, Dave has put out uh, a video talking about his his journey through this. Um, so. Not to get you know too off off uh, off topic on that, but um, that rewrote the course of my life, and that journey sent me through uh, a process that's been going on for about ten years now, which is a deep process, a deep study, and a deep process of non-attachment. And I like to say that of all spiritual lessons, non-attachment is the toughest uh it's 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 the biggest one you know whenever we're faced with a change we have to let some things go 
Uh, and let, you know, as you know, let, letting go of stuff, letting go of things, letting go of your identity uh, is, is really hard. So um, storyline number two came in when people in my life began asking me things like, hey, do you think there's, or do you think there might be a spiritual lesson underneath all of this? And I was, re I really rejected that because I, like many people, I'd been conditioned to go out there and make it happen, to make something of myself, to never give up. And that kind of perseverance got me through a lot of struggles in my life as, you know, as we all, as we all have. But that question mm. began a spiritual process. I'm like, what, well, man, why are all these why are all these things, these external conditions that I can't control, why are they all, why do they exactly, why do they all seem to be conspiring against me and what I want? <laughs> and the uh, long story short there, um, I, I began uh, about four years ago, four, four or five years ago now, uh, I began my own spiritual awakening. And it was a very intense, uh, it was a mental phenomenon, a spiritual phenomenon, a very physical uh, phenomenon that I started to experience in my body that uh, over the pretty intense period of about, of about six months, uh, I, I became who I am now. I changed my name to Aram, which, you know, is, never saw that coming, never, never planned for that. Uh, you know, the family and my friends had to make an adjustment to that. Uh, <laughs> that, that. That wasn't, you know, in the script. Uh, that I thought my life was uh, was uh, you know gonna gonna unfold with so to speak, um, and right the the really interesting part for me is right in the beginning of that six month period of of massive change, I found human design, and when I found human design, it gave me a roadmap for what's really going on inside of me and outside of me. And as I began to study the system, as I began to study the founder of the system, the man who received this knowledge in a revelation, um, the story of his life became a model for me to follow in many ways. He had his own spiritual awakening in discovering this knowledge. And as my spiritual awakening unfolded, and I didn't have an awakening nearly on the level that, that he had, but it gave me a framework to understand the changes that I was going through and gave me a framework to understand what it's like to get a new mission and what, how to approach that. And uh, all of that came together with realizing that human design is a big part of my mission now in helping people discover this knowledge and what it can do for them. At least you found a blueprint because I went through, <laughs> I went through the same thing and it was like, Brutal. <laughs> no, mm -hmm. no, actually, it, it wasn't brutal, but it was very awakening. You know, it was 2014 for me. And um, I remember feeling like everything I thought had to get scrapped. And I had to rethink and, and redo. I had to relearn who I really was. That was the start. But, you know, I didn't really. I, and I, but I was very fortunate. I had a lot of different tools and a lot of different things within the community because I was naturally curious to, to find answers about myself. But um, for everybody listening, can you explain what human design is? Yeah, that's a great question. Right? And 
And it's sort of like, well, how am I going to explain it this time? Because, <laughs> because what I, the, the truth is, is what I do when I answer this right. question is I really tune into that person. Right. And I'm like, hmm, what might they be able to receive? Right. Because people come at uh, spiritual truth or knowledge or, you know, it's like, what are, what are they ready to receive in this moment? And I might explain it a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. So for, for you uh, in this way, I'm going to back up to like the 10,000 foot view. Okay, perfect. The, the 10,000 foot view is like this. Uh, a man in 1987 through a very intense mystical experience channeled this knowledge complete. It was as if an encyclopedia was downloaded into his body. And after this happened, he rejected this experience. He didn't know what to do with it for a while, but it was there. And then he realized that, you know, the the implications of this knowledge were vast and huge and perhaps bigger than he thought he was capable of bringing to the world. But this knowledge persisted and he eventually uh, got some support around him and uh, shared this knowledge and how it works. So what happened in this revelation is I'm going to put in a nutshell of three things and then we're going to talk about what it means. So what happened in this revelation was that he synchronized, the information synchronized something called the I Ching, which is an ancient system of Chinese knowledge. It synchronized that with the zodiac calendar. So it basically said that the stars and the planets and where they are located is synchronized to the I Ching. And nobody, nobody ever put those two systems together before. So that was the first thing. What it, what it meant then was that these characteristics and, these no, and this knowledge and these, this kind of energy also corresponded or was also transposed onto a, shop, a chakra network of the body. So it combines mystical knowledge from different traditions that maps it you know, your body graph of human design is a map of yourself. You get a map of all these energies and, and what they look like in, uh, in a chakra system of your body. So what human design is, is a map of yourself and your energy, your characteristics and how it works. So that's, the, that's what happened. Now, what it means is far simpler. And that's where most people start. What it means is fairly straightforward. It basically tells you, hey, this is how your energy works. This is how you benefit the most from how your energy system flows. And geez, if you could just get out of your own way and surrender to the ways that you are naturally wired, then life gets easier. Your purpose, your approach, there, you know, the, the meaning that you find out of life uh, are all aligned and synergized in a way that you can reliably return to. So when you're talking about transformation and strategy, human design gives you a roadmap and a strategy for how to do life. And it does so in a language that um, can describe you in ways that you may have never thought of before. And that's why it's fun and interesting and, and so, uh, you know, so, so steeped in meaning. Well, you know, uh, 
in ways that you may have never thought of before, but also what, what that's the part that I like is because I had when, so for everybody listening, I, I, I had a session with Aram and, and we'll, we'll talk about how you can, you can do one with him. I have your chart up in my yeah. system too, uh, <laughs> so we're ready. <laughs> so I'm the guinea, by the way, the audience, the audience knows I've had, I've had Bozzy chart readings. I've had like, you, you pick a, a something in all the different realms and I, I, I'm the one that goes first. Usually that anyways, that's how everything in my life has always been like, I'll do it first. Um, but, um, what was interesting is as Aram did this for me and uh, we're going through some of it and I'm reading also a lot of other uh, from other uh, information that he sent me. It was very fascinating because some things I hadn't thought of, but it right away felt exactly spot on and the opposite of what I was doing, <laughs> especially for yeah. my for my particular, um, you know, uh, uh, makeup, if you will. And, and interestingly, because I'm at least pretty self-aware, I knew right away, oh, that makes complete sense. Because when I do a spot on it's flow, it's th like the results are naturally there. Everything about it just feels right. All this other stuff. When I do B, C, D, E, F, G, A, and all this other stuff, it is a grind. It is yeah. an energy. It is a like drag them out, kick them and scream them, like, screaming like you know, not really, but you get the point. It's just like it. There's just this different. It's like almost like swimming upstream versus going downstream with the flow. It's I've always noticed it. I just didn't necessarily know how to contextualize it. And then when I'm reading about the energy aspect and the the nuances that come with you know so for anybody that's listening that is uh, that is aware of human design i'm a projector a 6-3 projector uh, a wise sage and an adventurer <laughs> and actually <laughs> that makes complete sense you know i don't like rigidity of uh of you know of plan making but i am also a wise sage and i know you need plans and systems like i mean <laughs> it's just like yeah so um so I, I did find it actually very fascinating to learn um, because I innately knew things were off a lot of times when I'm dealing with a lot of people or, and, and interestingly enough, not a lot of people in the internet world, that actually fuels me. It was like in the physical world, when I was dealing with a lot of people, the energy that I would, you know, I'd, I'd be exhausted afterward. I'd absolutely be exhausted. And then also learning on how am I running my race daily in terms of, the task that I'm focusing on, I'm like, you know, and, and again, guys, it's not, it's not because one of the things I, I'm also a systems thinker now, I wasn't always that way, but it was like, oh, um, you know, knowing what, um, where to apply the right energy will 10x your results versus just simply like, let me just do all the things to do them all. You know, and we live in a society where everyone's like, just go, go, go. Like, let me just do all the things to do them all. And it's like, but are you doing the right things and in the right timing and with the right people for the right reasons in the right, you know, capacity and for the right talents and all these other things. And I think that when we start to understand that, mm. that's a whole different way to move. Right. <laughs> that's my, yeah, absolutely. That, you know, yeah, absolutely. So, um, so, Okay, so the the process what we can go in any direction we want with human design, you know, I, and I want to get your take on that is that, you know, um, how, how 
first of all, someone comes to understand their human design and like, why is that, you know, I, I, I mean, and you can talk about the process because obviously I gave you my birth date, the, the day I'm born, the time I'm born and the location I'm born, uh, Earth Day for everybody listening. So there's, <laughs> there's something way bigger than that. Well, it's also up to God. Uh, but, um, you know, so people enter this information because there's something about the time that they're born, right? Um, I would love for you to expand a little bit on that. And then um, from there, what are, you know, if you want to talk about like, what are the different types of categories? And I know that that, I know that's a very long conversation, but maybe it's sort of like, hey, you've got these categories and typically this is what, you know, in like a couple of sentences, like what this category is, um, you know, the beauty of the category, because I think if you just automatically hear the name, you'd be like, wait, you're a what? And it's like, well, no, 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 no. It's not, that's not maybe how it's thought of. So um, I would love for you to do both the 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 elements of yeah. that go in and then yeah the categories yes awesome so the first thing you mentioned that this system is guided by the moment and the place you were born so first people you know skeptics of the system will first be like you know i was i was very skeptical of astrology I, i'm not an astrologer you know i'd say that up front i've been i've had a lot of great astrology readings in the past by some really amazing people. But what I always got from astrology personally was like, hmm, that's kind of, I mean, I'm a Sagittarius. I guess that means something in certain <laughs> situations. And, and huh, that's, that's kind of interesting. But what I always got from uh, an astrology reading was, was uh, you know, a deep dive into that person and what they saw. And I, and I sort of was like, okay, astrology is some kind of medium of whatever they're doing. But this person is intuitive, is clairvoyant. They're telling me things that, you know, the good ones are like, holy crap. And the bad ones are like, well, right. that wasn't, you know. So skeptics are like, yeah, there's an, there's an astrology component to this. Therefore, it's not relevant. It's, it's not going to mean anything. So the first thing to note about human design is that it is incredibly precise. There are way more variables and moving parts to this system. So basically, the moment you were born matters because that's the universe giving you a timestamp. It's saying this was the energy present the moment you entered planet Earth, and this has coded you, activated certain codes. Uh, in your body that you have for life. So, you know, if you like, um, you know, Plato and Aristotle, this is like the thing where it says, hey, character is fate. There are some things about you and me and all of us that are unalterable. I don't know about you, but that matches my human experience. Well, I, 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 where I come in, I've always felt that, yeah, the soul is here to do a very specific thing, a very specific set of things. And we come in with them in, in, with, um, talents and skills to support that and how we get there. Well, that's, <laughs> that's living on earth yeah, <laughs> and, and, totally. and, and we forget, we forget a lot of times because the external constantly pulls at us the moment we enter earth. I've even heard the moment we are in the mother's womb, you know, mm -hmm. if the mother is not protective, depending on how she, who she's around and how she's around and people coming up automatically the energy that comes up to the baby in the in the womb is like oh you're going to be a good little doctor oh you're going to be a good this or you're going to be you know you're going to be this be that like the energy that's already feeding onto the soul that's like that's not what i'm here to do 
<laughs> you know, like, what are you talking about? You know, but um, that's energy balance from the moment it the soul enters, I feel like, earth, you know? Yeah, mom, moms can pick up on this. Right. They're like, oh, this this little being is, you know, going to be this way. And look, maybe, you know, maybe they're right about some things. Maybe they're wrong about others. But they can, you know, people can sense this stuff. Well, and what I also like is you're kind of, you know, you're moving out of the because I know like you get you get all the different schools of thought of different like oh you got the people who are only astrology and people who are only the astronomy and people who are only of you know uh, of faith from religion and people who are only of this and that and I feel like the universe is so vast for me like I love God but God is like everything the beauty of like, everything all the beauty of everything the beauty of everything and like when we start to use um, science to you know as a tool to understand the vastness of that right like what was the energy the moment you came into earth you know what how were the stars aligned this beautiful solar system you know that was like and as the soul was like yep it's time and i'm going you know and it's going down to enter i mean it's cool when you think about um just that as a as an experience to try to understand Mm. right totally yeah, you know, people ask all the time. They want to know, hey, why am I the way I am? Yeah. How, what right. are the variables? Right. What, how, how does that work? So here's how human design says it works. And I, and I offer this framework before we get into manifestor generator and the, the types. This is the framework that I offer that uh, is straight from human design and, and makes sense. Now, you don't have to believe what I'm about to say. You don't have to be a spiritual person to benefit from your human design. It's something you just experience. You know, you can try it out for yourself. But if you're if you're open to, you know, a more enlightened perspective on your life, it looks like this. You are a consciousness. Yes. You are an eternal consciousness that is projected into this body. And by the way, your body is one of a kind also. We can look at the DNA and prove that. So you are a one of a kind consciousness having a one of a kind experience through this body. Now, your human design is neither one of those things. Your human design is your operating system. So imagine you're a consciousness who's just been given the keys to how to drive, how to run, how to operate this body to the best of your ability to maximize your potential. It's up to your consciousness to activate your highest potential through your human design to have the best human experience in this body possible. That's how it works. I love that. So everybody listening, here's how here's how I'm interpreting that. My soul said, that's the Ferrari I'm going to be driving. I'm going to be driving. I didn't treat it like a Ferrari for many years. I mean, it wasn't a bad car, you know, but it was like I wasn't treating it like a Ferrari until I started treating it like a Ferrari. And now understanding the body at a whole new level and uh, the, the consciousness and my soul that lives within it taking care of the Ferrari, but also knowing like, oh, it comes with a manual, you know, and looking at the manual and be like, oh, I don't have to drive it this way. Like I was driving it. Like, <laughs> put, the bra- put the brakes right, on. Right, right. Drive a little bit slow. <laughs> right, you know, so, um, so I like that. And I, you know, and I think, yeah, you're right. Everybody innately asks like, who am I and what am I here to do? Purpose is a very, it's a very interesting topic. It's a very vast topic. It's a very frustrating sometimes topic. It's also some of the the new direction I'm taking in is like, I'm wanting people to understand that a little bit more because they're like, well, how do you understand yours? And I'm like, well, through a lot of like connecting, (laughs) you know, and even then 
detaching so I don't automatically try to make it more than I don't know until it comes from pursuing it. So, you know, there's a, there's a lot in there, I think, for a lot of people in, in understanding purpose. Um, because <laughs> what do us beautiful humans do? I'm only laughing because when I think about it, it's like, what do humans do? I need to understand this. Like, let me try, and they, we try to from humanness, like, so what if I did this? Would that then be of my purpose? And it's like, I think like everything, if we're not feeling into our intuition and our conscious knowing, and then learning to trust that, which is a yeah. whole other relationship. You brought it up earlier, and I like the non-attachment is the toughest. We are humans and we like to make sense of things. And making sense of things is data for us to be able to like make decisions. Exactly. However, the irony in that is that, and I talk about this quite heavily, not from your field, but I feel like your field helps bring that more, you know, open is um, by feeling into that intuitive knowing with no data and then practicing having faith in like, I'm just going with it. I'm going with my gut. You know, everybody wonder why, like, you know, gut health is so important for a lot of reasons, both physical and spiritual. But, like, I'm just going with my gut. And what we find a lot of times, obviously, and I talked about this on another podcast, is that that's tough for a lot of people. That is a tough conversation for anybody but you because almost anybody, because most people, they, they start to feel nervous from that. Because it's like, whoa, you're going outside of the macro operating system. And people like you and I believe in like, no, we all have our own operating system. But here's the genius, in my opinion, of God. <laughs> the genius is all of our individual operating systems actually contribute to the macro operating system of the entire universe. <laughs> Big time. Big time. I love that. I love how you said that. Right? So, yes. yeah. So I love Yeah, we're here to be different. Yeah. yeah, we're here to be different. That's that's the fundamental teaching of human design is you are here to be an individual. You are here to be 100% different. You are not supposed to be the same. And and <laughs> I've been preaching this since like 2014 on first it was on HDF magazine on on the first account. Um but it's so true. It's it, you know that how can we possibly be giving each other the same advice and path? You must do this. Really? Like, so your path is my path, is your path, is your path, is your path. Like, we're all on the same path. Like, fundamentally, logically, that doesn't even make sense. How could it possibly make sense? Now, I'm not saying that we can all, we can all have similar jobs. Like, uh, in terms of like, you can have millions of lawyers be <laughs> because they're all, but because they're they're actually they are actually meant to. It's be. a type, yeah. There's it's a kind of skill set. It's for a, sure. exactly. They're the lawyer skill set. But they're actually fulfilling a life path from a very the lawyer's important purpose. Yes, mm -hmm. yeah, because like lawyers are extremely important. When <laughs> I know some people are like, "What?" When you need them. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that too. I mean, I, you know, I was, I, I, I'm a son of a lawyer. You know, God rest his soul. And you know, he he really used this the skill set to make a difference and help people as part of his life path. So I think that I can at least, you know, that's at least something that I can relate to from that. But yeah, so, you know, so I'm not, you know, when you hear Aram and I like say stuff like, you know, oh, we all have unique individual paths, so nobody's the same thing. Well, no, like the, the skill set thing, like, 
there's a bunch of digital people like me. There's a, you know, there's, uh, well, maybe not as many human design as Aram, but, <laughs> but like, but we can all have that, these different, um, these similar skill sets, but we're applying it uniquely to our life path. And I think that's exactly. the most important part right there. Right. Yeah. Like just to touch on purpose for a second. Yes, you please. mentioned that we all find fulfillment in different ways. Yes. And here's another um, way to think about how to approach, you know, approaching your human design. Hey, what is it? What am I getting a sense? It all sounds weird. There's so many, there's so many words. I don't know what they mean. Uh, the way it approaches purpose is a kind of very Taoist kind of Buddhist um, influence. So even, you know, even uh, from different Hindu systems that we get uh, when you think about what I'm trying to say is this East, Eastern way of looking at purpose. Um, the way human design comes at it, it says, this is all about how. Your human design is about how you be your best self, how you make your best decisions. People want the quick fix. You know, we all want to be like, hey, what's the shortcut to my <laughs> happiness? Can, how, should I be doing this job? What job should I have? Who, you know, is this really, is this relationship right for, for me? And the point, the point is, is like this, the best spiritual knowledge that you get from any source says that here is a principle. Now, this principle is golden because you can apply it to any situation in your life. But if you try to over apply it, if you try to, if you misappropriate this and turn this into what job should I have, it's not really going to help you with that. But what it will help you with is how you go about making choices, how you go about putting the pieces of your life together that are fulfilling. So the how helps you in any situation. Let's do this. This will be great. This is a great transitional point. Let's use me as a guinea pig, <laughs> you know, because you have my chart up. Um, the different type of categories out there are yeah. a, a projector, a manifester, a manifesting generator, a generator, a reflector. Are there any others? You got them. Okay, got them all. Yeah, that's um, great. And, so and, and you, if you want to talk about like a little bit of each one, and then we can talk about what, you know, what mine means. You, you can give some examples of like, so here, like, and then, and then what's great is I can affirm and confirm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, so Matt, ideally, this is probably how he would want to move, blah, 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 et cetera. Right. So go for right. it. Right. Okay, cool. So the easiest way to approach this knowledge comes through something called type. Type refers to energy type. This means this is how I use my energy. Well, what does that even mean? Okay. So there are so many moving pieces to human design that have so many moving parts. This is the easiest because there's only four parts to understand first. So if you want to understand your family, your coworkers, right away, knowing their type before you get to anything else will tell you a lot about them. There's only four types. People talk about five types. There's so many nuances to these types that I won't get into right now, but there are four base types. Okay. So the biggest one is called a generator. This is 70% of people. And there's, a, there's a, a subtype, another type called a manifesting generator that's also a generator. So all it means is this. As a generator, your gift to the world is your work. You have what's called a sacral definition, which means that how it all starts for you is waiting, waiting 
for things to unfold so that you can respond to what's unfolding through your gut response or through a sacral response. So 70% of people are basically meant to start their decision-making process or start their engagement process with whatever's happening through listening to their gut response. And I got to tell you, so many people, like the number one sign of dis-ease that I find in people, period, no matter what their type, is people who are suppressing their gut response. That's like majority of people. (laughs) It's a lot of people who don't pay attention to the, uh, to the, mm -mm, mm -hmm, that gut response that, that manifests as a sound. And, and then so, turns into and it, so and the body keeps the score as they say as a, the exactly one book right like anxiety depression something feels off um it, you can start to get like things show up on on your body you can get you know all kinds of disease all the things yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay so then then after that the next type is your type uh, which is a projector these are about twenty percent of people so you know one out of your one out of five of your friends is a projector. Now, projectors have a very different way of going through life. And I like to say, in my experience, that projectors have the most to gain from understanding the system because it is a straight up rewrite of how you go about engagement in your life. So whereas generators find meaning and fulfillment out of finding the right work and doing the right work and, and fulfilling themselves through a job well done, so to speak, projectors find meaning and fulfillment out of relationships. Projectors experience success, experience joy, experience fulfillment when they successfully navigate the right relationships. So it doesn't mean uh, necessarily that as a projector, you're meant to be uh, in control of things. It just means that As a projector, you can be a powerful catalyst within group dynamics because you're the one, when when you have enough experience, right? Because experience is really important. Once you've grown into yourself and you have enough experience, you can have a profound impact on the collective success because you can be that catalyst that maximizes relationships. Boom. (laughs) <laughs> you know, well, and uh, so, um, and how, how does that land for you? Well, it lands, it lands. So I'll tell you, everybody probably listening that gets the sense of feeling from me. Uh, it's, it's very spot on in terms of, um, I like from a relationship standpoint of, um, my the people closest to me and in the macro <laughs> and because I believe in community, but I also believe in kind of like, I'm championing these people on a global scale of like, I do not want you to succumb to the, you know, anything outside of what's for you. And I want to help champion that of like, you know, but I, you're going to have to go in and and have all those conversations. So there's a little bit of that. And then, you know, one of the things that came up when we were doing our, um, our blueprint session talking about like, so Aram told me, you know, that, um, People like projectors, for one, we can feel everybody's energy, everybody's energy. And by the way, he's spot on. I can feel anybody's energy in any room I walk into in, in any possible way. It's also what actually taught me a lot of grace. And it taught me a lot about understanding more of myself, not being in judgment of others, especially if mm. I don't like their energy. Um, because projectors can feel, projector doesn't mean like I'm projecting onto people from what I understood too, by the way, this was actually quite fascinating and it made so much sense when I was reading about this, 
projectors in a way of like, basically because I understand people's energy so much and in the relationship of like where I'm very good with people in general, the moment I'm in front of them, depending on where they might be at, they might actually feel more of who or where they're really at through me. And if they may not be in a good place, they may automatically project back onto me thinking I'm the problem. And I have actually dealt with this big time in uh, more so in, in, in business because I think I started to cut that off in relationships a long time ago. But that was a very fascinating realization. I'm like, mm. no wonder they're projecting onto me. They can, and they can feel more of who they are of themselves through like, I'm like a mirror to their soul basically. Like, I mean, we all are, but like, I mean, I'm a little bit yeah, faster. I'm faster for them. And that was, that was a very fascinating realization for me because I realized in business, the moment I'm in front of, it's also very telling. There's probably, oh, we're probably not gonna do business together. Or if we have to, and there's something there that should be, I can actually disarm them right away. Cause I'm like, listen, 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 listen. You know, here's what I'm sensing that you might be, I can almost basically see, oh, they're having an issue with themselves. Yeah, they're taking it out on me, but it's about themselves. Let me disarm them immediately and show them I can listen to them and make the space safe for them. Mm, I had to learn that wow. because years mm. later, years earlier, woof, I was out of there. I'd be, I'd be dropped from, uh, yeah. from, from the, the gig or I'd be, you know, let go from the contract, whatever it might be out of the fear they were feeling, even though I'm like, I'm just here to help, man. Like I wouldn't, I didn't even understand what was happening in my later years, knowing this type of information and kind of just learning through experience. Mm. I'm like, Oh, they're feeling something. Let me, let me alleviate whatever they're feeling. And, and so when I stopped taking things personally, I, so exactly. I had to learn as a projector, you know, but, but even before knowing that, let me just not take things personally. So yeah, I'm very relationship driven because I firmly believe in some of the people I admire the most in the world, the most quote unquote successful people, which is also, I guess, our word success, is um, it's uh, relationships are, are everything. They're the ones where you can do the most and create the most and have the most and build the most and everything the most when you've got the right people um, synergistically working together and around each other making things happen. And then you also yeah. That's when a that's when a projector is at at their best. Right. When they've got some experience, and then they realize, oh wait, I don't have to do all the work. Right. If I can put the right pieces together, if yes. in my romantic relationships, in my business relationships, in whatever whatever that is, if I can put the right pieces together and play the right role, I don't have to do all the work. Right. Which, <laughs> so, by the way, again, he's so spot on. Around, like, because I think we had this conversation that because for many years I was doing that by accident. Well, not by accident, just you know, not fully understanding that power. And I would be in situations, especially when I was I was consulting with big brands, where they didn't understand how I was able to get everything done, and because I made it seem so seamless, they thought I was doing nothing. And I'm like, I'm all the value, and now you're letting me go because like you feel threatened or that I'm not doing anything, and you're wondering what you're paying me for. I'm like, well. Um, pre-mat, this didn't exist. Post-mat, you have it all. So can we just mm. logically put together that I made mm. it happen and I just did it seamlessly and say thank you for just that it wasn't, it didn't have to be overwhelming. You know, yeah, but you're, you're reading, yeah, you're reading literally out of the page of this, which is when a projector does a great job, when you are validated, uh, when, when you do something, you know, I'll put it, I'll put it like this, when you're in the right relationship, and have managed it the right way, your partner will recognize you. They'll yeah. say, Matt, that was a great job. Holy crap. And if you don't, if you're a projector listening to this and you're not getting good feedback, okay, you, you either need to change what you're doing 
right? Or you need to work on some energetic boundaries yep. so that you can more easily say no to people. Because as a, just to touch on one thing you said for any projector listening, what I coach often is that, um, you know, so projectors kind of have the most to gain when it comes to energetic boundaries. Yep. Most people I meet are wide open. They're taking in a ton of stuff that's not theirs. <laughs> They're putting out a bunch of garbage, you know, that we gotta clean, you know, we gotta clean them out. So they're they're this, they're this like open filter, right? And once you realize that you're a projector, you think about your aura, you think about this bubble of space that you work with. Mm-hmm. And then you realize, oh, no, they're not, they're not the right energy. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe I want to work with that person. Maybe I will just send, maybe I'll just send them a vibe and get some information. And you, when you start working through like, you know, for projectors, I like, I like to say everything's a contract. Mm-hmm. When you start working through this healthy contractual way of doing things, yeah. it just insulates you and you're happier. Yeah, a hundred percent. And by the way, everybody listening, that's a lot of work just in case you're <laughs> just because I because I feel everything, right? And 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 so can you imagine like the moment something comes in, I'm like, all right, let's see how we're gonna now manage this relationship, manage this. I'm, we're relationship people. I have to manage every single relationship that somebody's gotta do it. Somebody's gotta <laughs> do it, right? So you're all welcome. No. <laughs> But but um but you're again that that's what also resonated with me. I, I realized that and and to your point, yes, absolutely. There can be because look, life is not perfect. I, I want to make sure you know everybody listening. Like it's more so if you have the tools because there are times that look, you either have to do a business deal. Everybody's personality is different, or, or there might be something that you kind of have to kind of work through to get through together. It doesn't mean you're going to be continuously working through after that, but it could be a small season where you're working together. And so I had to learn that. Okay, either I have to, I immediately have to switch up my approach, or depending on where I'm really at, which I'm getting much closer and closer to, which is, I don't need this shit. I'm out. <laughs> if, if 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 it was really, you know, we're not there yet. There, there's a there's a couple defining factors that will put me there yet. But uh, but but as long as I'm not compromising myself, my integrity, then for sure, if I if, if it caused me to compromise myself, I'm out automatically. But um, but you're right. You have to make those adjustments. And you're also right that I've noticed my greatest runs, my greatest relationships and the greatest I uh, do with business are the people who are fr- like they see the value. They're like, I love everything about you. Stick around. Just I don't even care what that looks like. I don't care what I got to pay you. I don't care. That, like they they automatically get it. And I've actually really uh, I've had so much respect because they, they they don't even know why they naturally do know that. Maybe maybe some of them, some of them do. I mean. But I'm saying, well, actually, some of them do. But like, but they, but they, they really have shown me a kind of love that's like, I need you around me, um, and I respect you and all that you bring to the table. Here's how I want to make sure to support in having you around. It's actually been very fascinating, and it's only been a, a, a handful, and it's very fascinating to watch how they naturally understand that. Um, and they don't need to put me in a box either. Cause they just like, why is it when I call you or I do this or any of this, you, the, the problem solved almost instantly. Like I literally, there's a, there's a couple people who are like, oh, they have a problem. They literally like in business, like I'm related to where for business stuff, uh, but they'll call and we'll talk through stuff. And it's like, boom, you know, we figure it out together. Cause we're, like our two energies together just run like that. Right. So it's fascinating. <laughs>
Hey fam, quick break from the show. Just to let you know, I'm doing a bit more writing on my weekly letter. It's called Permissionless. I talk about all things health, wealth, happiness, and personal fulfillment. As many of you may know, writing is my passion. I love connecting with all of you on that. I would love to see you go subscribe, mattgoddessman.substack.com. Subscribe if you haven't already. And also, please remember to leave a rating and review for this podcast on Apple or Spotify as it really helps spread the mission even further. And as the ratings and reviews go up, even more people can learn about what we're doing over here. And I really appreciate that. And of course, if there's someone you think that might be a good fit for coming on the show, you can always DM me on Instagram. As I always tell you guys, DM me at Matt Gosman. You can tag them in the message and I'll be able to look at them and try to connect. And I truly love you guys. I just want to say thank you as always. Please continue to support the show by connecting in all the other ways. And now let's get back to it. Let's talk. Okay. So, and then there's, there's, there's the manifestors, right? Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about what a manifestor is. Okay. Okay. So do you have a friend in your life? Maybe it's a family member, maybe it's a close friend and you've learned that you kind of just need to stay out of their way. Yes. You've kind of got to give them the floor to do their own thing. Yes. And yes. Uh, they need to screw it up on their own or, or get it right. Yes. And so if you're a manifester, manifestors are some of my favorite types too, because it's a it's an awesome reset. It's manifestors, oh my God, you get permission to be yourself in a really big way. And in human design, there is, in all types, there is a built-in waiting mechanism. It's like, uh, you know, when we talk about human design, when we talk about people's decision-making process, a lot of people, when they hear these words first uh, in the beginning, they're like, oh, so I'm supposed to be impulsive. I get to just follow my gut. I get to follow my emotions. And it's like, no, no, it's not about being impulsive. There's an element of waiting for your energy to come out authentically so you can witness it and experience it. And with a manifester, they're the only type within the system that is meant to follow their own internal guidance at all times. They're not like you or me waiting for some things to unfold externally to respond to. They are following their own inner cruise missile. Like they are, <laughs> you know, they, they are, they, they are at their best when they're, they're following their embodied intuition. So their prescription for how to have good relationships is called informing. So if I'm a manifester and I have this very strong emotional feeling, for instance, that I need, that I want to do things this way, then my instruction is to tell Aram and tell Matt what I'm going to do before I do it. And that will soften us to receiving, oh, they, they want to use this strategy. Okay, great. They've told us we're processing that and okay, great. Let them do it. Mm -hmm. I have a couple thoughts on that. <laughs> a couple great thoughts. You know, uh, when you're talking about, you know, where we're waiting, um, you, one of the things that you brought up to me and I did some interesting research on um, waiting for the invitation. Project, projectors, so what that means is projectors have to wait for the invitation. Um, uh, in, in essence, I can't really chase opportunities, which is great, by the way. Um, I can't chase opportunities, I can't chase people, I can't chase, I wanna be at that table, which I had to learn a very beautiful way many times. Like, 
a lot. I even did weirdly a post a couple years ago, like, huh, be careful about the table you're trying to get yourself a seat at. You might actually <laughs> find yourself around the wrong people. And what I then had to learn besides waiting for the invitation is also we don't wait. We have to build it, build our own table, which is why I'm like, mm. why is it? I always want to build my own table and then bring, <laughs> and then bring all the people, the relationships, but like, and then bring all the good people with me. Like exactly. I'll do it. Yep. I'll do it. You know, not by myself, but systems in the right people. So it's like, I started piecing all these things. I'm like, no wonder I want to build my own table. I want to have the right people around me with the right relationships. I want to systemize the way things are built. So that way it's built with like good infrastructure and integrity and all these other things. And then waiting for the invitation is like, oh, we like what you've done over here. <laughs> you've been validated. Please, not always. Sometimes it's just an invitation of like, hey. Yeah, sometimes it's an energetic validation. Yeah, sometimes, and sometimes, and sometimes yeah. it's just an invitation, by the way, it doesn't have to be for business. It can also be like, oh, um, we want to, we, we love who you are. We love who you're bringing yourself into this world. We love who you are. Come visit us. Come stay with us in this city. Come, uh, come be a part of this thing that we're building. Come do this with us, whatever it might be. Whereas, you know, manifestors that you're saying, um, you know, they're just like, they're following their internal guidance system. And it's like, whoosh, they're just run. Same with generators. Like those, those manifestors, manifesting generators and generators, they just run, right? Don't they just like. Yeah. Once, once we get the, the go, the, the go signal. Yeah. You're yeah. out. You're out. We, like, we can, we yeah. can be we can be a freight train. We can be highly productive in getting uh, to whatever that goal is. You know, uh, making mistakes along the way too. But once once we get the the green light, right? Then okay, get out of our way and let us let us see if we can get there, and then we'll talk. Learning, learning. I gotta tell you, when I learned that the best people I work with, I think you told me this, and I was looking it up. The best people as a projector I work with are manifesting generators and generators. Let me tell you something we run game together. We run game like that court is run. <laughs> it's done. The fastest I've ever been able to move has come from generators and manifesting generators, but they, they actually got, so we, I, I learned the reason why we work together so well is because they want to run, which helps speed up a couple things. But I like to take a moment to think and, and strategize like the path of least resistance. So I'm mm. actually optimizing their running like, Oh, wait, wait, Instead of those 50 things, do these 32. In fact, actually uh, 31, because this should actually get you, uh, what's uh, in the book Essentialism, a one decision <laughs> that can solve a thousand, right? right? And so that's how my mind thinks. And I'm like, oh, and, and then they're like, cool. And then, they, and then it optimizes their performance. And then we just piggyback. And it's like Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen play. I mean, it's like, exactly. it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. I'm so happy you brought up basketball. I love basketball. And I think about that as a great analogy all the time. There's yeah. there's different body types. Right. There's different mindsets. There's okay, who's a defender? Who's a scorer? Like, right. you know, wh however that applies to what you do, it's it's about team dynamics. It's about everybody having an essential role. Yeah. And when you know your role and you play it so well, team dynamics are like unstoppable. And I I I, I use the. 97 bulls or the 93 bull. You can really use all those that, that, you know, the three peats really. But, um, the, the, the idea of that Michael Jordan could not win until Scottie Pippen was part of the equation and Rodman. I mean, well, actually the entire team, <laughs> dynamic. but, but what was an interesting, he couldn't win the, the finals 
in, when you're playing the finals. And I found it is interesting because they, they play such dynamic roles. Now they're still losing along the way. And I talk, I spoke about this in form of actually relationships in a lot, one of the last podcasts about like, they're still losing along the way, like 50% of the games, but that's okay because in understanding your role, you're able to mass, you get to play back the tape and be like, what can I keep doing better based on the role that I've been given that I know I understand that I play so well, but I'm just having an off night. You know, mm -hmm. so the team dynamics are so interesting. But yeah, when you know the role of the of different people and how you play so well together, forget it. So it's like, hey, I don't want you to do any of the things that you don't even have to do. You shouldn't. <laughs> you shouldn't. And you should hopefully feel really good about that because you're like, what do you mean I got to do less? <laughs> you know, it's like I only want you to do just these things really well. Right. And I mean, yeah, that's that's freedom because that simplifies your life. That's yeah. freedom. And that's something, too, that you're, you're helping a lot of companies now. Right. As well. That's mm -hmm. like also been a focus because. You know the workforce dynamic um it's 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 wild it's wild out there when i when i think about all the i i didn't have to play your role but i felt like all the times i'm like all right you guys are all set up like this and i would look at him like more like a coach because i was always an independent consultant but i'm like you do this and that but you don't really need to in fact in fact off all, all you did was this great and then if you did only this cool it simplifies your life it complements what he or she is doing and then this gets the result much faster and that but i also i also realized um as a consultant i was disrupting a old business paradigm uh, that was not actually seeking out that advice <laughs> so let me, so let me yeah, we don't want help with that <laughs> right so let me let me first you know say that i happened to have at that time been in the wrong crowd but you specifically and i think now i think more people more companies are looking at this anyways like how do we be more efficient and that was one of the things that you told me is that like now projectors are actually a lot more like the ceos these days because it's like we care about these things and we're like i only want the people to do exactly what they need to do with the highest contributing you know uh components for their purpose and value i don't care if it's in one hour or 50 hours to be perfectly honest with you as long as they are in their body of work contributing to the what we're trying to do here in the vision i'm cool um, and I think we're finally moving more and more into that, not as fast as I would like to see it in the in the corporate and the business world, but I feel like it's 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 happening faster. And mm -hmm. and they're probably also seeking you out, like especially if you word it as, would you like to be more efficient and productive without all the hassle and overwhelm? Like you exactly. say that. I've also to your point earlier. As long as I learn their language, it's a wrap. It's done. Sales are totally. so easy. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and <laughs> only only because I, I like if I genuinely want to solve it. But I'm like, oh, you just are experiencing this, 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 and this. So I use human design. I use energy. I'm like, you're just experiencing this. Like I do. How do you know? I'm like, we just need to reduce that. And here's exactly yeah. how we can reduce it. That'll optimize you. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. There, there's there's a huge there's a huge potential in organizational work and organizational development. Yeah. And and I love human design for this purpose because it helps dispel it helps break down some myths about team dynamics and how they actually work. Uh, you know, again, people want a quick fix. They're like. Um, what's this person's Myers-Briggs? What's their, <laughs> such, what's their such and such? And, oh, okay, this is the CEO type. So they should be the CEO. It's like, no, no, no. Right. What really matters, in, this is my experience, what really matters in business of putting the right people in the right place, uh, it comes down to experience. It comes down to motivation and it comes down to potential. Mm -hmm. Experience, motivation, potential. Those are the, the elements that make 
your evaluation as a hiring manager or as a manager of other people, um, th those are the things that are, are paramount, okay? Because it, just because you're a projector doesn't mean you should be the leader necessarily. Right. right. If, you're a, if you're a manifester, if you're a reflector, that just means you're going to be a CEO as in accordance with that leadership style. So a lot of what we're doing in organizations is saying, hey, lead authentically. Yeah. Lead the way you lead. Don't try to lead like this. Lead. You lead as a projector. You lead as a generator. By the way, in your leadership style, in your communication style, if you want to get the most out of people, you need to play to their strengths. When you when you you know serve someone up a softball and they hit it out of the park, like great, that's that's how optimization happens by playing each other's strengths, respecting differences, building the human relationships that allow you to have the difficult conversations, that allow you to um, make better decisions together. I, what I love, I love everything about this because, <laughs> well, also because it it it. Um defies the status quo, which is like, well, which, uh, so you went to Harvard, you went to Harvard and you have, you have this title and you have this credential and you have all this stuff. I don't want the external because that doesn't necessarily correlate to a result. I fundamentally disagree with, we use external titles and credentials and we say that that's going to yield a result. And it ends and corporations, you know, I'm very passionate about this. Corporations have done a very good job of like, almost validating that and i'm like but you're part of a company that's already been in the black that's 150 years old and you naturally make around eight to twenty percent in your margins and your profit margins every single quarter so did you really add anything or did you just keep the status quo and you're all just kind of swapping out like mm, i took I, that, that was me that you know, I did that. <laughs> you know, a lot, a lot of people have. And I, by the way, yeah. I had to realize that because <laughs> again, when I was poking around in areas that I shouldn't have, they're like, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, don't change how we're doing things. And I'm like, but you can track this and you can track that. And it wasn't until I realized I'm like, you don't want to be found out. <laughs> like you don't want anything to change about the nice, comfy way this is all set up. There's and, and so what I like about what you're doing is instead of um, again, there's nothing wrong with getting higher education and, and, and getting the, the, the accreditations and things like that. It's not so much about that as much as not having that speak for yourself as much as if I'm tapping into the energy and focusing mostly on exactly what I should be doing. Well, the result is obvious. The results are so obvious. And there's such a beautiful correlation between you feel good from producing results based on your, your internal guidance system and knowing and talents and skill sets and contributing to whatever it is that the results are going to help with whatever thing else. Like we, you know, I don't believe in utopia, but I mean, like it sure helps like flow a lot more for business and, and relationships and everything else, right? Yeah, I mean, and that's the motivation piece Yeah, because well. it's like, <laughs> You know, going back to a basketball analogy, uh, you know, how did the Hoos how did Hoosiers like win that state right. title? Right. 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 Motive motivation, togetherness like that's, you know, when when we get to achieve more than we thought possible. Mm -hmm. What else is there? Yeah. What else is there in life? Mm -hmm. It's so true. And, you know, the, the motivation from the cohesion of everybody playing their role so well weirdly my my take on it is when we reduce the overwhelm of i don't have to be all those other things i just have to be this thing that i'm authentically it already are that's it 
You want to just do that even better? Look, Rodman knew, Dennis Rodman knew he was the greatest rebounder. All he had to do was rebound. That's it. He's not a best shooter. He wasn't even close to a best shooter. And he was like, I just, I love being a rebounder. And he owned that role. Every time you see a championship team, you see people who are like, I just love doing this, man. And that's all I really want to do. Like, and when they accept that and detach from like, I got to do this, and I got to do that, I got to be all of these things. And really, what are we living in a world where everybody thinks they got to be everything? Um, not everything in terms of achievement. I mean, like everything in terms of like play every single role, um, they get attached. And I was one of them. Uh, you know, uh, it, it happens where you think you have to do everything. And again, <laughs> according to my, my human design, I'm the one who should be doing the least, which is the weirdest thing. <laughs> like that. It's totally... but, but coordinate, yeah, but coordination, relationship building, uh, there's a currency to right. that. And right. that's a different, it's a different kind of work. Right. It's just a different kind of work. Right. You know, I will tell you, though, it's still always an interesting thing um, still being in rooms when, you know, teams are being trying to be put together or I'm a part of projects. And I'm like, you know, and they're like, so what is it you do? I still have to use some of the physical world things. I'm like, well, technically, this is where my background and focuses are. I'm like, but basically, I'm going to bring you the relationships, the resources, the, you know, the people, the strategy, like all these things. Like I'm 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 helping keep the cohesiveness of this, you know of this thing um, while also energy. You really have to be in front of people that actually accept that, by the way. I can't tell you how many people are like, okay, well, you know, we're a little unsure, you know, what it is you do. And, you know, I'm like, really? You know, I'm like, I mean, I can easily show you the results of the things that I've already done or like business-wise, but it's like, it's so, but I, I again, I used to take it personally mm. until I realized I'm like, oh, no, 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 not my crew, not my crew. Because the other thing too is like, I would never want to be waiting for the invitation. I would never want to be, throwing myself into a situation where I'm swimming upstream and having to prove why like the ease of this is actually like, Hey, make a phone call done. Literally. I'm a make a phone call person done. Like don't, I've already vetted them. It's been 15 years. Like you're, you're welcome. Like here, have that, you get the best price you get. This you get that like done, you know, or like, Hey, here's a better lawyer or Hey, here's the, you know, it's like, it's just, it's so because of relationships, you know? So it's, it's been fascinating. And then there's been other people where they're like, Oh yeah, no, 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 no. You be you with us tell us mm. tell us what you don't say and and i remember um i remember it's funny i had never actually thought about this out loud i remember um the executive vice president of belvedere vodka um when um i was first introduced to them and he was like i was explaining all of this stuff and he just knew that there was something about me and he was like i can't hire you because we're at our full freight but i'll put you on some of the other brands i'll introduce you you can you can work for them they'll pay you um but tell me what i don't know with mm. what's going on with these agencies and these other things. He's like, I want to learn. Like, tell me what I don't know. And it was interesting because he was, he was extracting that, like, you know, you know something. I don't. And I actually found that a lot. Uh, shout out to the Moet Hennessy brands and Louis Vuitton Moet Hennessy. Like, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I, I don't know everybody else's experience, but I got to say, like, and I said this, like, I actually got some of the most greatest life lessons from every single one of those brands. Uh, probably because they're like older and and creative and, and, and emotional and all these different things. Yeah, well, they know who they are. They yeah. know who they are. They know, they know who they, they are. are. So, but it was interesting when when people recognize like they're like you know something. I just want to extract that, and they respect it by whatever in kind that they're giving you. It's fascinating. Reflectors. What are reflectors? Mm. Let's talk about reflectors. Right. I don't really know much about reflectors. What are reflectors? Totally. Okay, so. What you need to know about reflectors. Now, I only the reflectors are very rare. These are one percenters. This is one percent of people, more or less. I know <clears throat> probably five or six reflectors 
very well that I can honestly say that I know deeply. Yeah. Um, the main difference is like this. Everybody else within the human design system has some hardwired character traits, has some hardwired energy characteristics that uh, invite us to go with this energy, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Reflectors are the exact opposite. Mm -hmm. They are completely open. So they're, when they're not being themselves, they can be uh, incredibly open to outside influence. They can be more conditionable, so to speak, than any other type. And that's, the, that's where things can go wrong for a reflector in their life when they're really trying to be something that they're not. When reflectors are being themselves, they eventually can be the wisest mm -hmm. of all of this because the way they go through life is by sampling. Mm. They sample this. Who could I be today? What role is right for me tomorrow? It's a very fluid, extremely fluid sense of identity. So this mm. is the, the gift and the danger. The danger is that they can easily drift, uh, be drift. Yeah. Get pulled like a magnet out, outside of themselves to, to be uh, to respond to someone else's world and their projections, so to speak. So their, their job is to take a lot of time between decisions. Their job is to remain impartial. Mm -hmm. And when they do that, they can be amazing sources of knowledge, wisdom. They're, they're called reflectors because they're the mirrors. They can look at you or look at me, when, again, when they're being themselves, after they have some good life experiences, they can look at people and authentically reflect what they see in an unbiased way. So their special superpower is being objective. Mm. And, and that's a discipline. That's a beautiful, I always say that that's a beautiful, responsible discipline. And if you can just really be consistent with it, you can rule the world, your world, you know? Uh, and I think that that's, uh, um, because yes, uh, without, <laughs> without the discipline, you can run, you can, you can drift. And especially if you're easily controllable or, or you mm. know, manipulated or whatever it might be, you know, you can, you can easily go follow another path out of the curiosity, kill the cat kind of a thing. <laughs> you know, it's like, you're just like, oh, well, you know, because I'm fluid. I'm like, let me see who I am today in this direction. So it's sort of like, well, I like the idea of, let me see who I am today from what feels the most right internally while discerning from the outside too many influences and distractions while taking the responsibilities to be more objective so i don't make a response right away see you should you should just take me everywhere you go and then exactly you know, <laughs> this is an instant soundbite <laughs> boom <laughs> no and I, I i it's my way of also trying to really understand that the beauty actually in each each of these roles so there's so we you know we said that the generator the projector the manifester and the um reflector and then there's that manifesting generator how did that mm -hmm. how did that get yeah. grouped how did that i'd love to hear that one yeah so I'm a manifesting generator, so I'll, I'll explain to you, explain to you my experience. So um, this is where the jargon gets a little confusing. A manifesting generator is a kind of generator. It's not a hybrid. It's not a hybrid type. So what it means is that I also start my process by waiting. And then uh, I start my process by tuning into my gut response. If this is uh, pulling me towards something. I get a, uh -huh, or little, little nudges or urges. Um, I listen to my body. 
But as a manifesting generator, it means once I get that green light, like we were talking about earlier, sometimes I skip to the end of the process. <laughs> okay. So, so I'm like, oh man, I, I see how to build this you know, pyramid. I see how to build this thing. And I, and I jump to the end because I love the completion of the vision. And yeah. oftentimes I, I jump to the end and then I actually work backwards. So one of my, one of my ways of uh, explaining this to myself so that I kind of stay in the process that's intuitive for me is like, okay, I'm, now I'm at the end. How would I like to arrive here? And then I work backwards. Yeah. Whereas a classic generator, if you're a type that's just a generator, by the way, that's awesome. Uh, people are like, oh, I'm just a generator. I'm just like everybody else. I'm like, no, there's a million things that are super special about you. What's different for pure generators, so to speak, is that they are just intuitively more methodical. They like uh, uh, a more step-by-step -step approach. Okay, I'm on step one. Great, let me just do that. Let me kill that. Step two, no problem. Cool, let's do I don't want to know about step 10 if I'm a pure generator. I want to know about step number one and step number two. So it's so resonant because I'm just thinking about the manifesting generators and the generators in my life. And I'm like, yep, that makes sense. I'm like, when I'm, when I'm, I'm working with the manifesting generator, they really love my like strategy, if you will. I'm like, oh, well, like, let's talk about some of these, you know, and let's just pay attention to this right now, et cetera, et cetera, you know, and then the, the working backwards, you know, moving forward. And then I, yeah, with generators, um, still they, they love it too. They're like, okay, and now, now can I go? Now can I go? Like, I'm like, wait, 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 wait. No, let's, let's adjust this, this, and this. Yeah, go. They're like, I can go? I'm like, shoot. You know, and I'm like, I, I love, but I love both. Like that's, what, and it <laughs> makes sense. That's why I like, they're the ones I do the best work with. I mean, you know, uh, it's, yeah, it's fascinating. It's fascinating to watch. And, you know, by the way, also, maybe this is the strategic projector in me, mm. but like one of the things that I've learned is that you can learn so much from the other of uh, the other um, categories, if you will, like um, a lot of a big thing of, in the direction I'm moving right now. I went to people who I'm, I'm actually well, some I already knew were generators and manifesting generators, but um, some I'm not sure, but I, I know they have to be. And I'm able to actually go and see how it was they did the um, uh, the expedient portion of their success, like how they how they were able to generate or, or and create like what they ended up creating, the, they, how they got to the end results. I actually went not only and looked at their um, all of the different tasks and steps that they did. I also spoke with some of them, too. And so something to think about is there's so much to learn from people as well. Like if it's not necessarily your strength, but it's still technically needed, you know? And so I, I immediately went to a few generators and I was like, here's how you did it. Here's what I assess. And by the way, they, and they were like, that's exactly actually what I did. I'm like, cool. I'm like, what am I missing in that? And then they would tell me like, you know, oh, and you want, might want to do this, this and that. I'm like, cool. Thank you. And then I put it, and then the projector of me who's building my own table is like, here's how I'll actually do that. And I'm planning it. And okay, now I got to run, you know? So it's, it's fascinating how we can all also learn so much dynamic from each other, even if we don't work together, you know? Yeah, totally. And, and you kind of just, just describe the, the process, let's say that I'm most excited about in using this knowledge. I've, I've spent uh, several years now, you know, basically daily, uh, with with my my nose in this in knowledge and how it yeah. works and it's just endlessly fascinating and um, 
the, the, you know, the really cool part about doing this one-on-one work with people is that we get to dive deep, right. you know, to, right. to really understand your tendencies and some things that are maybe in your way so we can clear that and align you to this energetic process. But once you have a taste of it, if, you know, if this, if this work speaks to you, doing this work within a group dynamic is so cool because you get the full view of everybody else and you're like oh my god i'm so diff i am it wow i'm actually really special and super different than all these other people and the con- the context you get out of the group environment is just so fun it's it's just it'll just light you up yeah it, it, it's 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 cool to make more sense of your energy where you can optimize your talents where to give your time, energy, and money, where to, where, um, you know, where your energy meets purpose, you know, much more succinctly and efficiently. I mean, there's just so many different things about it that, and I I was, you know, I put out a mass text this morning, which uh, I'm going to put you on that list. Uh, (laughs) um, But I I literally was talking about like, we, we have to slow down to speed things up. We have to slow down to have a, a, this relationship of like, where am I really putting my time and energy? Because I will maximize the output of my life, basically. Um, and we're such a go, 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 go society, not from a, man, uh, from a generator go, go, go. I, I mean like a go, go, go of like the um, inputs and the speeding up of external systems that are forcing people to just like, you know, just going, I'm like, Imagine if you just put a complete halt to it just to slow down for a minute to be, and, and this is where I think <clears throat> the struggle with a lot of people with purpose comes in too. And I'm like, ask most people what their purpose is or what they want to do with their life. And it's like a deer in headlights. And by the way, it's okay if that happens. I want anybody listening that this is fine. It happens to all of us at a different times, at different seasons, whatever it might be. Um, and the reason I have found that that happens usually is because we just haven't slowed down yet enough to start asking a lot of really great discovery-like questions for the internal guidance system, right? Mm, right. Yeah, exactly. Right. right, and then once we do that, we, we go down a nice little rabbit hole of really great questions um, that can help us navigate more so how we either make choices or, or answer to certain things, um, as well as also ask external questions. You know, like people ask all the time, like, wish I'd seen a job interview. I'm like, I think you should interview them. You know, <laughs> people are like, what do you mean? Uh, even back in the, even when I was in MBA school, like, uh, cause I still wanted to be an entrepreneur. I was already working for myself beforehand. And, um, uh, I remember people were like, you know, how do you handle these interviews? You know, cause I was, I was actually going on a few with like when I wanted to do some consulting and I would say like, just ask them questions that you want to know for yourself. I'm like, look, if you really love what you do, if you really love what you do, like, Hey, I love doing this, this, and this, how do you guys currently manage all that? Like, and where are you doing this? And it was funny because, and I heard this, um, I not even related to human design or what we're talking about, but I heard this the other day. What happens is people at higher levels, if you will, or whatever level it is that you're, what's happening is that you're having more of a conversation that's like geeking out in a way. It's like, you know, especially especially very successful people, quote unquote, what's happening is you're like, hey, what are you using in the engine? Oh, I use this oil and that oil. This is what I found actually really works well. I'm also able to get my miles per hour up to this a little bit more efficiently. Now there's like this relationship building from knowledge share versus, you know, the 
getting into the nervousness of like, I got to answer the right way. No, you got to answer your way. Like you have to, you, mm. you have to be, <laughs> mm. you have to have yeah. fun with your talents. And then you're sharing like, oh, here's what I've done before. And here's what I'm looking to do. Do you guys do this? I would love to like expand on that. Oh, what do you have? I would love to know more about that. Done. You'll have the job instantly. I guarantee it. Mm. <laughs> you know what, what you, what you made me think of right there is, I love drawing parallels between this system and other systems of knowledge or other philosophies, even other yeah. you know, tenets of other religions. And yeah. what, what you brought up right there for me is it parallels to existentialism. Mm. And when we, when we look at existentialism, the, the sort of guiding principle of existentialism is authenticity. What, <laughs> what, is, what is more important in the moment? If you want to be in the moment, yeah. Being in the moment and being authentic go hand in hand. When you're able to show up like on a job interview, present, authentic, in the moment, that's all that matters. Yeah. That, whatever that expression is, uh, that's, that's of your core, right? That's how people will evaluate you. That's how you can evaluate other people. And that's what I love about this system. It's, it reminds me, hey, stop looking over here. Stop going off somewhere in your head. Stop looking outside yourself for the answers. Right. Tune in, tune in inside. And what is your most authentic expression in this moment, including nothing, including don't do anything at this moment? Yeah. I, I got chills several times in the, the last little segment you just said, and I can, I can affirm and confirm what you were saying in a couple of different scenarios you know i've i've watched friends who are very in tune with themselves turn down massively massively big opportunities that just weren't aligned with them people often have a hard time turning it down out of the fear of like well you know because you know i need the money or i want this or whatever you know all the prestige whatever it might be and honesty and authenticity will win every single time because when you do it truly like amazingly quote unquote again successful people or honest people or authentic people they recognize it and they're like and, and sure enough I was, I was thinking of a friend in particular who recently did that and they were like it's here anytime you want it we love that like you were like your your character came out and they're like that person can't be bought that person is trying to do the right thing that person has integrity that person is honest that person is authentic it's gonna win every single time and I've even found waiting for the invitation as a projector, right? I have found there were people recently, like, I mean, they were literally like, hey, how can we maybe do a partnership where you own part? Can we get more of that? Yeah. Yeah. No, well, no what's happened? Well, that too. That too. Uh, but I mean, there's been a couple of people recently like, oh, you know, we'll give you partnership of the company if you can do this and that. I was like, you know, honestly, I'm like, I actually really don't think I can, one, from a timing perspective, doesn't make sense, but two, like, you actually don't need that. In fact, you should really retain more of the control this way without all the extra people. And here's kind of how I would, like, do it if I were you, you know, I mean, if it were my company. And I was, like, basically, you know, talking myself out of it because I, they, I really wasn't needed what they, what they needed. It, was, it really wasn't me. And certain enough, they're like, whatever you need. Like you want, hey, we'll give you invitations out for the rest of the year for all these things that we're doing, all these events. I'm like, oh, yeah, I would love to. If it comes, if you want me to show up and support, I would love that. Thank you so much. <laughs> like, you know, you just you when you're taking care of people, and you're being your authentic self, the the switch is almost a relief for the other side that they almost are like instantly even more drawn to you. I want more of that. What can I give to you for being honest to me? It's done. It's a wrap at that point, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? So it's a fascinating thing to watch. Like honesty saves all of us. Like it, it, not only time, but like 
it's a beautiful bond. Honesty is such a bond that like if we just kept developing more of our internal guidance system to behave that way, we'd all be just like Ram Dass. We'd all be just walking. Each other. <laughs> we'd all be walking each other home. Like I am for you, but I'm not for you, but we're going to do this. And then here's how I can help you in this instance. And like, I just want to help and let's just get each other to this next step. All right, cool. Now we can part, but I'm glad we added value. Keep going, you know? <laughs> so this is fascinating. What, what do you have like coming up? Like what, what's some, some of the focuses you're doing right now that are really exciting for you? So the big shift for me is, you know, as an entrepreneur, what I'm focusing on is uh, I'm, I'm transitioning to doing group work, right. um, group courses, uh, but I'm being really cautious. I'm doing it. I'm attempting to do it in a way, like we just said, that feels most authentic right, um, right. to me, you know, through COVID and, you know, through a lot of isolation that people have been in th through the last few years, I think there's been a, a, a you know, obviously a, maybe an unsustainable bump in like live courses and video content and learning on your own, right. For out of necessity, but you know, I'm just going to tell you, you know, unless you're a genius, like learning on your own kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah. I like to say, you know, I've gotten the most out of my life from human, you know, human connection. So all, all, my message is really simple. It, it's a human connections where it's at. And I like to, uh, create these group environments. I'm doing little workshops right now, once a month, anybody can come to it. Uh, some are free, some are, you know, 20 or 30 bucks to, to join. And we talk about interesting topics in human design. And we also uh, leave some time for, uh, for me to do individual, um, I don't like to call them readings, because that makes me sound like a psychic, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, for some time with some individual sessions with people. Yeah just to give somebody a taste of what it's like to dive deep for a moment. So I like to mix the two together yeah. and um, it's just a lot of fun. Well, you know, you're, you're going over the, the blueprinting and the mapping mm. and the, you know, and yeah. the, all the, the internal and the energy system, if you will, you know, so exactly. yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. <laughs> I know there's all these little interesting nuances with all these different words out there and whatnot. So I totally get it. Um, that's incredible. Yeah. You know, and I like that, you know, with the group hundred percent, you know, um, it's fun to, when you're authentic about it, well, one, the group, because it allows you to, um, serve more in mass, the mm -hmm. right, the right mass. Um, and then when you're authentic about it, you're wanting, as we were talking about previously too, it's like, I only want to give where the most value can be given that helps you specifically achieve in these areas that you're looking to have it, you know, uh, right. expand for your life. And the only way we can do that, which I, that's why I told you, I was very proud of how you're approaching it. Cause I tell people this all the time, <laughs> you know, is that like when you take a natural interest in the people you serve, which I was told many years ago, um, from Krug champagne, Olivier Krug, it, like when you take that, like you just care about being of service to the people that are ready for what you are um, delivering. And you just find out the best way to deliver it um, so you're still on your path, right? Because we have to also be careful about like, you know, we don't want them to guide everything because they don't know what they don't know. <laughs> you know, we don't know. We don't know until we understand how they need to move. And I love that, like taking the time to get to know the people that you're helping. I say this in entrepreneurship. It, it's And honestly, Lean Startup talks all about this. That's the whole iterative approach. You help one, you help 10. Then you find a way to help a hundred, a thousand, 
and so forth and so on. That's all it is. And along the way, you just dynamically need to be like, okay, because there's more people here, I just need to implement a way or a system that allows um, to handle this level of people without losing sight of what we're here trying to do. And that's it. That is business. Then you got cash flow and taxation, and, you know, sales and operations, all that other stuff. But really, all of that right in there is so you've got your marketing and marketing market research, and you've got your sales, which come from helping people, and then you've got your operations, which comes from systems. And then it's just about you know doing it in a way. And aren't we lucky in a time where like I, I love promoting one to three person businesses? To be honest with you, you know, mm. and, you know, Val Ravikant talks a lot about that. We're living in a time where you can have one to three, four person businesses and call it a wrap and have like, you know, two million ARR. <laughs> so it uh, just depends on what you're doing and how you're doing it. Um, it's incredible. Where can everybody find you online? So it's really simple. It's just my name, Aram Arya.org. And uh, you can also find me with the same handle on Instagram. Um, I'm not a huge Instagram poster, but I do, I do put things on there that I, I find interesting in my own journey of human design and little tidbits of information. And if you go to my website, it's pretty simple. You can see a breakdown of what I do, sessions, courses, um, and I try to keep it simple. When's your next workshop coming? My next one is September the 8th at 5.30 p.m. Pacific, uh, and we have 100 spots. Um, and, uh, it's, if, if you bring an open mind and want to have some fun, the cool part about my workshops, if I were to plug that is, uh, yeah. when you sign up, you, you give me, you, you give us your birthday, your, your, uh, confidential information so that we have your chart ready in the workshop. And what's cool is depending on the topic that we're talking about, uh, this one, this next one is called how to read your human design chart. So it's, it's kind of the cliff notes on how to get to the stuff that really matters. If you've never had a, a private session or professional help you before, it gives you the, the, uh, the cliff notes on what you're looking at, how to read it. And what's cool when we do it live is I get to, and we don't know what's going to happen because I don't know if it's going to show up, but we, we get to make, some interesting comparisons and, um, and uh, you know, we can get into some really cool narratives about what's happening within the group based on who everybody is, how they might behave, how they show up. And, and, and that's the fun part. And you'll, you'll give me that uh, scheduling link because we could probably get this out before the, uh, before the 8th. But also, when he says confidential information, he's not asking for like social security numbers. <laughs> he's just asking for your birth date, um, the time that you, I'm assuming the time you're born. Mm -hmm. in the city yeah, we don't share in. that. Yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's the, that's because that's how the charting works. So just, just so you're all, you know, I, I, we do our workshops, uh, monthly workshops, and we ask people like, like, what's your Instagram handle, your phone number, your email? I mean, we're asking for stuff too, so. You know, but um, no, this is really great. Uh, everybody, so Aram is A-H-R-A-M, A-H-R-A-M-A-R-Y-A. Okay, so A-H-R-A-M-A-R-Y-A.org or Aram Arya on yeah. Instagram. But I just wanted to spell that out in case, you know, A-H. So, lucky, lucky for me, there's no other Arams that I know of. So if you Google Aram and human design, I'll, I'll pop right up. There you go. There you go. So, uh, so go to his website. <laughs> Um, I'll put a link in the uh, show notes. I can't believe it's already been an hour and a half, but that, <laughs> that's how it always works. God bless the all of you for listening. You guys always say to the end, I, I God, I love you guys. Um, but uh, you know, be sure to check out Aram on uh, you know on Insta. 
don't don't listen to him when he says the whole you know I'm not the biggest uh, poster and you know and you know whatever his size account is he's awesome uh, I have to say this over and over again because it's the quality and the character of the person and believe me sooner or later he, he he'll he'll learn because I'm going to show him a few things that like how he can do frequency of posts for the good of service not for the algorithm and you <laughs> might start to over time see a little bit more but that's going to be my influence on him <laughs> as a projector <laughs> making his uh, manifesting generator move faster <laughs> can we yeah i need it <laughs> so um but um but yeah you guys can go to his website uh you can check uh, out there and that'll also have information about the workshop as well but i'll put in the show notes and um you know please if you if you have any questions you can reach out to him uh, you know, DM him or email him or all the things. And, and, uh, you know, I appreciate you being on the show. I, I say this to all my guests, uh, you're welcome back on anytime because it is a journey driven podcast. So feel free. Uh, and journey doesn't have to be like two years from now, three years from now. I've had people come back on three months from now, six months from now. Uh, you know, round two is always fun because we, it's like people already got to know you the first time. So like, what are they going to dive into now? And, and, and it gets, it gets great. <laughs> and so you're, you're welcome back on anytime. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. Truly appreciate it as always. Uh, please leave a rating and review on Apple or on Spotify. It definitely helps with the reach. I, I didn't set the algorithms, they did. But I do appreciate the other 405 uh, ratings that have already come uh, on Apple, several on, on Spotify. You guys are amazing. If you have any feedback, always please, you, know, you can reach out to me. Uh, this is a community, uh, you know, for Aram, for my amazing guest. Be sure to check him out. For myself, Matt Gottesman, and for those sold separately, we're out. <laughs>